Avant-garde. I'm not great, I'm Katrina Davis. I'm Jordan Lee Williams. <laughs> <laughs> we started the intro as Jordan sneezed. <laughs> that was so fun to silently watch. Be like, oh, she gonna make it? <laughs> she <Amazing>. did it. <laughs> and this is Carol Walker Part 2. Yeah. Welcome back. More walking. <laughs> If, you walk in too furious. These boots <laughs> yeah. were made for walker in. <laughs> I was going to think like walk hard. I don't know. I was trying a lot of stuff yeah. in my head. And that's just uh, what they'll do. And if you don't want to talk about racism, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> you should probably listen to another episode because <laughs> you should get out of here. It's probably coming up real fast. Walker yeah, those again, boots away from me. Rachel Royce. She's so sweet. She won the lottery. Go check out her <laughs> yep. life story. God, I keep forgetting she won the lottery. Like what? I want her life. <laughs> lottery that had ever been invented. Both like literally just, and metaphorically. <laughs> I just want a hot, supportive husband, sell two paintings yeah. a year, have 20 kids, yeah. and she win the fucking won, lottery. Yeah, she technically won, like, <laughs> multiple lotteries. Yes! Yeah. What the hell, Rachel? Anyway. But just, yeah, wait, where are we... Uh, do you want to recap us, Jordan, and then tell us where we're yeah, starting? Yeah. So, Kara Elizabeth Walker uh, was born in 1969 in Stockton, California. When she turns 13, her dad accepts a position, uh, at the Georgia State University. Um, he was a professor and a painter, so they moved the family to Georgia, and she starts experiencing, uh, racism every day, (laughs) and she ends up going to school she gets uh, her bachelor's degree and then she goes to the rhode island school of design which like is poof that is the top which i did not know country um oh yeah no that is like fucking. i only knew from you and andrea's reaction that it was a big deal it's a big deal (laughs) yeah Yeah. nice if i had known it was a big deal when i tried to go to art school i would have tried to go there but i didn't know because i had zero guidance (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's impressive, and then she's the second youngest person to win the oh, MacArthur yeah. Genius Grant, mm-hmm. um, and then she just is a powerhouse. She's only fifty three. She's actually very young. Uh, she's only fifty. Oh, like right now? No. Yeah, yeah, right now she's fifty three. Oh yeah, you're right. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, she's uh, she's incredibly perf. Uh, uh, prolific and impressive she's a professor um she's a multiple 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 disciplinary artist uh multimedia she does all kinds of stuff um and in this episode we are actually going to talk about her sculptures um because if there are Three things that your girl loves, if you can't tell by now. It is installation art. It is art with very long names and subtitles. And it is art that is, at its core, made to be temporary. Um, Yes. Yeah, I don't know if you guys had picked up on that aspect of my uh, interest in things. I'm like, oh my god, it's so ephemeral. It's made. To That's be what I mean. Why do you like destroyed. it so much? Do you feel like it's just like a beautiful part of it that it's not here forever? 
I do. I really uh-huh. do. I can um, see that. I think that that aspect of it is twofold for me. It's in studying prehistoric art, you have to start with the question of why something was made permanent because mm-hmm. up to that point it is an ephemeral like conversation is ephemeral ours right now is not because it's being recorded but if you were talking to somebody yes. just having a conversation that is not something that sticks around all the time um uh, honestly you- i know i'm thinking about it i think this is why i like stand-up but keep going yeah no 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 it's absolutely that's why i like stand-up is- yeah yeah, it's that same thing of, like, this is not designed for, to be around forever. It is a personal interaction that happens either with a predetermined time limit or it, it's just – it's very interesting to me. Um, the Spiral Jetty is one of my favorite pieces um, of Earth art, and that one is protected in a way that – there is absolutely no restoration allowed on it. So when mm-hmm. it is gone, it is gone forever. Uh-huh. Wow, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's it's just very interesting to me. I very okay. much like, and I, I think that that goes into kind of the, um, like the modernists of the 80s, the guys who were trying to work outside of the art world and work outside of the museum space. And there were artists, the minimalists, who came in and were, you know, the the million-dollar box. Like, that is an interesting piece. But that group was still very much working within the confines of the gallery space and working within the art world itself and critiquing the art world from within. But the Earth artists were like, literally, no one can own this. It's going to be gone. It's yeah. going to be destroyed and taken back to the world. Like, Andy Goldsworthy is a really interesting example of that. Um, yeah. I, I gotcha. Just... Okay. Because, wait, which one of these pieces is that you – did you send us a piece of ephemeral uh, yes. art? Like, as one, which one of these? I actually sent you guys two. So, both sculptures that we're going <gasps> to talk about – they're yeah, so both big. Scu- both sculptures that we're going to talk about are made as temporary installation pieces. How? What is this baking soda? How is this temporary? <laughs> okay, so it's we're going to talk about a subtlety first because it is my favorite. Uh, it's my favorite Kara Walker. So is that the, the Sphinx, Sphinx one? Yes, yes, I love this. All right, this piece is called. A subtlety, For people who can't see, it is a giant and homage sphinx. to the unpaid and overworked oh, you're gonna artisans describe who have refined it? our sweet okay. tastes from the cane fields to the kitchens of the new world on the occasion of the demolition of the Domino Sugar okay. refining plant. Oh, shit. This is sugar? It's sugar. It's made of 80 tons of sugar that the Domino Company uh gave to her they donated it because the the plant was getting destroyed so she made this giant sphinx it's machine cut base and then it is covered in sugar okay okay holy shit that is in a sugar factory i thought it was also solid sugar i want it to be solid sugar now (laughs) 
yes. So Massive. It's, 70 feet, it's 75 feet long and 35 feet tall. She built it in the space. But how do you move the base? Like, it's so Isn't cute. That's the question. It's, okay. So What's crazy it is, is it's like two stories sphinx, tall. But she is relying heavily. She is evoking the mammy. So, how would you even. Mm-hmm. But she is like, if you're like, oh, it's a, the sexualization but of the female how, black body. But like, mm-hmm. how do you so sculpt that at that scale? Tits, erect nipples. Um, big big booty like the butt is huge well and she's like it's the sphinx position but because of the way her body is it's like her butt is up arched in the air like in what you would think is a sexual manner right yes it is very sexualized um yeah not only do we have sorry one second and she has the her butt um, handkerchief on her head tied up like yes. in a way that we would definitely associate the, with like a Aunt Jemima like yes and figure. the facial features are very doggy style designed to oh, yes. that. they're wide nose yeah thick lips yeah um so not only is this sculpture made of sugar there are 15 what are called male attendants now i before i had realized that these other sculptures were involved and I hadn't seen photos of them. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so it's going to be like men. Because they describe them as um, 300 Male. to 500 pounds each. They are uh, 60 inches tall. And everything that I had seen. Okay, they're as tall as me, yeah. Yeah, everything I had seen described them as Shut male up. attendants. Well, when you look. Shut up. She just tried to sneak in a, a short laugh, and I don't appreciate it. But also, wait, what are they made out of that they're that heavy? Are they bronze? What is this? Oh, they're God. Molasses. They're cast resin covered in molasses. They're molasses? <laughs> what? I always forget how tiny Katrina is. <laughs> That's nuts. So, but they're little babies. They're yep. little babies. And and there's and how many of them? 15. Oh, okay, 15. They look like bronze. Oh, no, 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 okay. one, five, 15. Yeah. Um, and they're they cast molasses? modeled after racist figurines that Walker bought online. Fuck. Mm. I mean, so, like I said, ladies love collecting these. Okay, so they're it's little based boys. on figurines yeah. that, that she bought online. That she bought online? Yeah. The, well, no, the, the little boys are. Yeah. So those little right. boys holding the baskets. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with artists using, and this was what I talked about in the last episode, where she is able to take material and make it look solid the sphinx mm-hmm. looks like she yes. is carved out of marble yes <laughs> so i have that's crazy an extra interesting fun little note um yeah. i have a friend who when we were in our school she fucking loved kara walker she okay. was obsessed with her she did a whole series of paper cutouts she's white by the way it wasn't about racism it was about her vagina mostly <sighs> and about animal cruelty because she was a vegan 
So An she would do inspiration piece. Inspiration, very similar. I think that I didn't understand the extent of Kara Walker's work, and now looking back on this friend, I'm like, oh, you were just doing Kara Walker, but your shit. Like, it's very <laughs> whatever. Anyway, we're not friends anymore for reasons. But okay. <laughs> she... So she wanted to do a sugar sculpture. She wanted to make this calf and then cover it in sugar. But the school would not let her because they were worried about rats and cockroaches. Yeah. yeah. So she did it oh. in salt instead. And so that is kind of what I'm thinking of when oh, I'm also, looking at these But also she was straight up copying her. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I didn't know that Kara Walker yeah. did a sugar sculpture. Like, that and now I'm should like, have been like constantly flowing milk. It's not even a fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, because the whole thing was about, I don't know, cows and veganism and the animal mm. nature. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No, I'm not it's saying it's bad to be vegan. I'm just saying no. that when you're 21 and you're vegan and it's your whole personality and then that's the only art you make, it's a lot. But yeah. my point is for Kara Walker to successfully, A, allow a sugar company to let her use their abandoned building and their abandoned resources to create an art installation criticizing the yes. history of their existence yeah. is impressive as fuck for her to be able yes. to get that to happen. The second thing for her to create these sculptural installations using materials that would be very susceptible to rodents, infestations, disease, you know, breakdown, etc. And then have these like clean beautiful photos and make all these like babies out of molasses and this woman out of sugar is like mind blowing <laughs> it's like crazy in my brain yeah no and actually here's an interesting uh thing that i didn't know that adds some extra context to this piece uh apparently in the middle ages uh aristocratic european households would have sculptures made of sugar in their their homes. Huh. Because they called love rats. Subtleties. Wow. So oh. that's why it's called a subtlety. Wow. Interesting. Because I already um, was just like, oh, because it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, right? That's what like, I thought, too. I, I was like, yeah, but she's they hilarious. Got, yeah, that's awesome. No, wow. it's, uh, it is... <laughs> So this this piece is so interesting. So it's set the the Domino Sugar Factory is in Williamsburg, uh, in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, how long it, did this last? Is it, it? You know what I mean? Like, what's yeah, the timeline on this? Um. So it was put in the sugar refinery from May through July of 2014. Um, okay. Building... And in the summer, they were ballsy. Okay. So this is the whole point of why she wanted it in the summer, and this is the whole point of why I am talking about Ooh. the ephemeral nature of this art and the changing nature of this art. So first of all, the place was abandoned because of lead and asbestos, so it had Yum. to be torn down, uh, and you had to sign a waiver to get into the exhibit. So oh, wow. I think that that also adds another element to this piece because the people who were working there were working there with lead and asbestos. Mm. And they didn't sign any waivers. Okay. Um, but it is so interesting to me that she picked humid, hot. It is New York in summer. 
these pieces are supposed to be temporary, so they are melting. You can see in the photos of the attendants that they They're are sweating. melting. You can see on the floor, there's like a puddle of molasses around oh, them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was looking at the one that's closest to us, and it looked like to an added part of this being like a young slave boy, it looks like the molasses is like sweat on his chest. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then on the ground around the the little sculptures, there's like pools of molasses. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. There's a little one in the back with something on. Is it like I thought they were all holding baskets, but one of, some of them have like things over their shoulders. Yes. They're so little. I know. They're they're little babies, and it's so sad. And I know. Just, and I think that that really does speak to Walker's artist statement where these are figurines that she bought like in the year of our lord when the internet existed this is absolutely like it is nothing for someone's grandma to exclusively focus on collecting things like the little figurine she found online like you could walk into someone's house and That's you are true. met with a wall of stuff like this. So, he, yeah, Native American plates, like not made by Native Americans, like yeah. weird Eurocentric depictions of very like light skinned European featured Native American women looking sad. Like, really? it's so weird. Wait, oh my is God. That like the, is that the wisconsin version of having like literally a curio cabinet of sad little black boys with like bright red lips and I thinking think so. that it's adorable the the family that i babysat for had a whole mantle and the whole mantle was like these like collector porcelain plates and they were all like native american themed with like what? sad native american women what? super weird or they were like a native american horse it was a whole i mean there's the western genre that right, people continue to idolize like, look at this and you're like this is a bummer yeah it's super weird but or they'd they have like they're cute like if you ask them about it did they think like because old ladies that collect these they this, think like, no racist they stuff, think they're, they're like, cute look at the, yeah they're like it's so, so beautiful weird. i yeah, really connect that's with what I was this wondering what they think about the place. but it's like okay. a fetishization of culture mm, it's yeah. really weird yeah i'm so mm. glad that i had the family that i had growing up because like <laughs> my grandmother traveled the world and would buy baby dolls from every country that she went to so it was just these cute little, but she had like Ireland and Scotland and China and they went to Alaska and she got one and Canada, like, but it was just like, she never I'm talking focused. about grandmas that never left the county, Jordan. No, no, <laughs> That's I fact. Totally, I'm messing like, with you. My, messing my with grandmother was but also, insanely Jordan, your whole, progressive. Your whole fucking family is this story. So I don't even know what, what are we even talking about? No, I know. Like, it's literally, but it's like my dad's side of the family and then my mother are just these, like, very progressive people. Yeah. And it's so, it's so interesting to And me. I'm like, glad that they weren't physically run out of Texas. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's yeah, facts. No, my, uh, yeah, my family is interesting. Yeah. My, 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 my mother actually was run out of Texas, but uh, that's how we all ended up in California. <laughs> See, that's how you know they're really about it. 
But wait, yeah. so Hell this yeah. started in 2014. It ended in 2014. Oh, okay. I was wondering when how long it would possibly last. Those three months, May to June. Okay. Because that's what I mean. Did they just turn into little uh, puddles of molasses? Like, did it completely... I couldn't find any pictures of I want to see, like... Wait, are you sure it's 2014? Because my friend was doing her sugar sculpture in 2008. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. So this I'm wondering... 2014. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, well, maybe, maybe, she's not as, maybe she really thought of something on her own. Maybe so. We take maybe. it back, Andrea's former we, friend. We take it back, girl who just stopped talking to me and never explained why. It is such an interesting piece, and this is kind of why I think that gallery attendants should be trained in how to interact with art. Hmm. Um, and I think that going to museums and going to galleries is, it can be such an isolating and elitist and classist experience, mm. especially with work that is modern, that is supposed to change the way that you interact with a space. Um, and not even just Kara Walker's work, but the modernists that I was talking about, the Andy Goldsworthy of it all, like there is this idea that happened in kind of the eighties to now where there are pieces that are just put into galleries. Like uh, Goldsworthy is a perfect example. He takes rocks from the beach, puts them in a kiln, and then places them on the floor of galleries. And it changes the way that you have to interact with the space. But people like Keith, who I didn't get a chance to explain to him before uh -huh. he went to the Andy Goldsworthy spot, tripped uh -huh. over one of the rocks. Right, because uh, that's not even where your eyeline would know to be. Exactly, you, mm -hmm. because in a gallery or a museum, you are looking at the walls. Mm -hmm. Like, you are not looking down. So... I think that there should be more of an explanation and oh yeah I've definitely multiple times been like either gone into a room that had nothing in it pretending been like am I supposed to be getting something out of this and then like oh there's nothing in here or been like oh I'm in it I didn't even realize like I have <laughs> like I have totally missed exhibits before and been like oh I'm dumb as fuck I didn't even look or like I was looking at the wrong part of this for yeah. like five minutes and then I turn around and I'm like oh shit like no, and I, I just, it's so, when this is at the refinery, um, New York-based artists Salome, Salome, Salome Asega and Sable Elise Smith organize a visit to the refinery for people of color who otherwise might not feel comfortable going to the exhibit. Mm -hmm. um, they dubbed the gathering, We Are Here. They distributed informational pamphlets to those who were participating. And part of the reason that they did this was because there was such a push with these hashtags on Instagram, hashtag Kara Walker Domino, that showed, because the audience that was showing up to this was primarily white, and they were showing, they were taking photos of themselves pinching the Sphinx's ass trying to suck on her nipples like touching her face 
you know, from Force perspective. Like, yeah. So there was a lot of this sexual interaction with the Sphinx, and they wanted to explain, God. like, hey, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's like when people take selfies at the Holocaust Memorial, and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I've said it on past episodes, but I don't understand why you would ever look at a piece of art and be like, you know what would look better is if I was in front of it. Like, I've never, <laughs> I don't need, like, I'm not going to block the thing. What? It doesn't make, the yeah. only work that I have ever felt inclined to be like, look at this booty is David at... Uh, Caesar's Palace in Vegas. <laughs> yes. well, he's very nice looking, though, right? Like for he's a statue, we can agree. Butt. I can touch him. I can't do that if I go to. Italy. I was about to say, but you're still like finding the proper butt on which to express the feelings right. that you have. Yeah, and like I feel like you would probably feel weird being that way about David's butt if the meaning of that piece was like to express the vulnerability of male prostitution in like yes. the early 70s. Yes. You'd probably be like, yeah, I'm yes. not gonna pinch his butt. Like, you know yes. what I mean? It's like yeah. these people had no idea and are just like, cool, rock and rack. Let me get in there. Yeah, no. Because they, because the- also to be you got all the way out there and came to see the art. How do you know so little about it that you would still? Yes. That is what is really bad. Did they like stumble across it or something? I have no idea, but that (sighs) the audience, the white audience was part of where most of the controversy about Mm. this piece came from because of the photos that they were taking. Uh, And Um, I thought, there would be like even the white people that would hear about it would be the people that would be like "Mm, yes absolutely so important right (laughs) i personally cannot imagine looking at that face and not realizing the racist connotations or people still think that shit's funny babies and not being like oh my god like Mm, i wonder you could interact with a space like that and not see the visual cues is astonishing to me Mm, yeah Yeah, but because also that's like also probably good commentary on what people focus on is because I've also had this conversation joke wise with other black women where like, they probably didn't really look at her face that much. They were focusing <laughs> on her tits and her ass. Wow. So like, yeah, they might not have even gotten to the part that makes you realize like, Oh, uh, wait a minute. This is anything other than, or they could have seen it and still not been phased by it. Like, yeah, but <laughs> no. And I, I know that I, uh, I quoted Jamila King, the art critic mm. in part one of this about this piece. And I think that now it makes more yeah. sense. So the quote from Jamila King, where she talks about being the only black woman in this space, Mm-hmm. surrounded by white audience like a white audience mm-hmm. white people uh the quote from jamila king where she talks about being the um the descendant of slaves and how that felt like it was also a part of the piece being the mm. only black person yes. in this white audience i remember um, yeah, yeah 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 and so it's just it's very interesting to me the ways in which walker's work 
makes white people act the worst. Mm. But it's like, do people... Well, I guess they might have just complained about her other works, but did her other works make people act badly? I haven't seen anything like that with the other works. The other works are in galleries and museums, though, so mm-hmm. it is a very different environment. I don't know if you guys have That's gone probably to an more installation of... like that mm-hmm. where it is a pop-up, essentially. Like That's what I was thinking. Those people maybe just stumbled across it. Like, they were just, yeah. like, walking around Williamsburg and then decided to take a wildly offensive photo with a piece of art and, like, not even read anything in the room. Or Because I'm sure they had information up somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? You know what even like you stumble across? Yeah. You could stumble across a sculpture in a park and I'll go look for a placard. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. like, yeah, maybe they were just random people, but yowza, that is amazing so that lasted three months yes and and then then it was disassembled over the course of a week um apparently one hand was kept and that was shown in uh greece a hand 2017 like one of the Uh, molasses hands it's uh, no it's the left hand of the sphinx what sugar hand like a big old sugar hand because mm-hmm. I did notice and earlier that I guess it's also because the Sphinx and it might be because it literally needed that for support. But I feel like she's got some big old hands. She does. Oh, yeah. She no, like, no, no, no. She, she's got She big could crack hands. a lobster. I'm surprised they kept the hand and not the face. That's interesting oh, to me. Oh, the head. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wonder how structurally sound the rest of it was by the end of this hot, humid... Maybe it's because they making great points. get the hand Her off like it was on gone. the ground. The, I yeah. was thinking like the hand was already on the ground and they could drag it away. Her head might not have made it off. <laughs> it might have like broken or something. No, that's kind of... Because it's resin, so what would they do? Like, laser cut her head off? How do you cut... You know what I mean? she's not resin. She was machine Was she underneath? Uh, Machine cut and covered with sugar or something. I had a... Here. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of surprised they didn't keep the head, too. The construction... I kind of want to see it melted. Yeah, it's polystyrene. Oh. Oh. So what does so, that mean to, like, remove okay, it and stuff? I just found such an interesting thing. Polystyrene uh, is a type of high-density foam, basically. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. It's she very, found it's... the figurines on Amazon. I mean, yeah, I'm that sorry. stuff's everywhere. I'm just adding more. What? Oh, no. Oh, you told us the only thing, uh, the only reason I'm glad you made that correction is because you said Etsy, and now we get to protect uh, a site for people making their own stuff. It was on Amazon, not Etsy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I didn't say Etsy. I just said online. Like, oh, the maybe I made Lord, it up. The oh, Yerubar I think Lord I made it up. When you could buy shit on the internet. Uh- <laughs> so, Katrina, I was wrong. Polystyrene is that cheap foam that's like the little balls it's white and it's yes. like really light yeah so it's not a high density foam which makes it's it super, super light. degradable yeah like over time the weight of it would probably start to crush and I degrade was wondering, like it gets like weird and even in yeah, the heat in i feel heat, like it would get weird yeah, yeah then, you're right so actually 
actually, because um, I was trying to find what the under part was made of, but they made a point of saying that uh, she had started making the little boy figures out of sugar as well, but they uh-huh. collapsed under the heat. Uh, yeah, because so they're so they have those thin parts. Uh, that makes sense. They're tiny yeah. little arms. Mm-hmm. So well, because you can't with the resin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're saying, oh, yeah, there's no way that could take the weight of molasses. I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like the delicate part was the way that the figure, the the woman, the Sphinx is sculpted is like, it, it you know what I mean? There's no like in cuts. There's piece. no. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Nothing there's no like hanging off parts. Own. Like the basket? What? No way. Yep. And Not I was happening. thinking, look at how thin his arm is, like you said, mm-hmm. his tiny little arm. And the arm legs the especially. Basket. Yep. In oh, a lot yeah, of. Because that's the base of the whole thing, yeah. In a lot of marble statues, there's always like a tree really right. close to the leg. It's because legs, like the canes and stumps yeah. that we see and stuff. Yeah. If our yeah, bodies no. were made of heavier materials, our legs wouldn't hold us up. Right. And we talked about um, uh, David, various Davids. Yeah. And definitely right. like. The one that includes uh, his father's armor is just there to hold yes, him up. Yes, it's hold the whole uh, leg up. Yeah. Wait. So what is going on in this other one? Okay. So super fast. Uh, Walker has hinted that the whiteness of the sugar references its aesthetic, clean, and pure quality. Mm. Uh, she highlights the slave trade. Right. Um, That's what I was thinking of. And then, uh, just for like sugar specifically. Yeah, and like the well, yeah. sugar, I mean, the, yeah. if you actually go into the history of the American slave trade and the ways in which the like sugar cane plantations were literally the worst place that you yeah. could ever be sent, mm-hmm. like, so there's just so much violence within this as well. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so it is just uh incredible um yeah so that's that's a subtlety uh mm-hmm. and i'm gonna read because again i love i love these long titles a subtlety or the marvelous sugar baby an homage to the unpaid and overworked artisans who have refined our sweet tastes from the cane fields to the kitchens of the new world on the occasion of the demolition of the domino sugar refining plant as a person who also loves long fucking titles, um, I have had to fill out forms on like artists oh. to like apply to residencies and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> and my title is longer than the allowable right. number of characters. And I'm like, well, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes I'll do the title and then in the description, I'll put full title and then Uh put the full title because I get so frustrated with it. So um, I feel her pain and also love this title. Yeah, no, because it's it's known as a subtlety or the sugar baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's very clearly marked as the subtitle when mm-hmm. people talk about it. Um, it's very interesting. Um, so then just continuing on to our installation sculptures, um, the fountain that I sent you guys mm-hmm. is called Fons Americanus, and it was made for Tate Modern. Um, and then, so this one is 
let me see if I, oh, that's because that's, no, that's not a photo. Okay. Um, so this piece is also a temporary piece, um, and it is a working fountain. Uh, I love what? the water feature. Oh, yeah. Girl, same. So I actually, if you guys zoom in on the photo that I sent you, because you can see the little guy there. Um, but it is a fountain. It's got a bottom pool that contains several sculptures. It's got a secondary pool within that first base that has more sculptures that are sharks and mm-hmm. uh, black people swimming. Mm. Um, and then it's got this almost triangular shape. It's got two pedestals um that include sculptures and then the top of the fountain is a black woman who in my opinion mirrors lady liberty or um but her her dress has been torn um and her breasts are exposed and she's shooting water out of her breasts and out of her mouth um, and her head is all the way back. Like if you're, arms if you up, were trying to catch back, like a she, peanut in your mouth or something, say, like it looks like how you pretend to be a fountain in the pool when you're little, when you yeah. like come up and stick yeah. your head up and spit like an arch of water. Yeah. So her I neck is just all the way up. Love you guys, because in my head that is uh, someone has pushed her back and she's trying to catch her balance, or she's being attacked, or she's screaming to the heavens. I mean, she definitely uh, looks like she's like falling. Or something but her arms still look soft like she's either weightless or like i don't know so i i truly think that she pulled a lot of inspiration for this piece from edmonia lewis um uh, because this mm. has an incredibly cla- like neoclassical yes i can see all that design yes um because even when you said things... her dress was torn, I didn't know if she was supposed to be a mermaid. Like, I didn't know if that was oh. water coming up. Well, it's really interesting because this was not the only sculptural fountain that she made for this entryway. Um, there is also, when you enter the space, a giant clamshell with a black face where a pearl would be and mm. water coming out of one eye. Whoa. Wow. Um, it is gorgeous. It is terrifying. Uh, <laughs> and so it, what really irritates me, because this, this fountain is exploring the transatlantic slave trade and British <laughs> imperialism and the racist roots that take hold in America and it's it's tiered like a three-tier cake and one of the tiers has a tree with a right. noose on it. Yeah. I would like gonna get to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. sorry. Okay. So, yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to all of it. Um so this it's what irritates me though is that a lot of the articles that discuss this sculpture talk about the delicate trans or they talk about the delicate topic of british imperialism and i'm like shut the fuck up you don't have to protect the royal family's fucking feelings like what are you doing here uh so that shit bothers i mean the fuck were they british me. maybe it depends on who wrote it 
Uh, well, probably, <laughs> like when you said it, I, I was just, just like, who wrote it? Because, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, but yeah, and there is on that second tier a uh, tree with a noose on it. And then there is continuing in her kind of ideas and themes in her work. There is a lot of sexual violence within this uh, fountain there is a lot of um you know the people being eaten by sharks like it mm. is a violent there's drowning um there's you know images and sculptures of black men drowning uh of there's one of the sky on a a boat i was about to say um, is that like a broken ship or something yeah, it's like tipping over and mm-hmm. somebody's like pulling. It's and he's laying back like he's completely given up. Yeah, like, he's like devastating. looking up. Um yeah, there's a there's a woman swimming away trying to escape these sharks. There's Cuz wait, boat. when you say sexual, you just mean the woman at the top. Like No, because there are some sculptures on the other side that Oh, depict- okay. Uh, some other stuff kind of being grabbed and kissed and pulled uh, and uh-huh. and it's not as explicit as her <laughs> no but, but it's she- just on the other side where these guys are being attacked by sharks and like trying to escape yeah, shark infested so waters I, I sent you guys well, the cause well because I, I was looking include- at these guys looking up at her and trying to figure out what their deal is too because I didn't know from far away I didn't know if they were going to be catching what was coming out of her tits but oh. when I first first saw it, yeah. So this one, um, let me see. I I can't tell, and I don't know if it's because it's marble mm. or if it's because it is kind of a. She's she's not making the faces in the same kind of visual language to me as she does with the sculptures and stuff but it's not tell if that guy's white or black which guy though the guy you just sent me i think that (laughs) he looks black he because his the texture of his like beard and stuff and his face but i was gonna say because of the uniform and the tear he's on next to that tree yeah, that's kind but of... But now I'm not so sure either. It's interesting because yeah, no, he's so wearing a sailor's hat, so it's like... He's on a... Right, that's what I was saying, because he's the captain. So he's not in the he's... water, and he's like... Yeah. Not yeah. like there were no black soldiers, but I feel like she would depict the soldier as possibly not being also black. Right. It seems clear that this is like... Because what's that other guy got... Uh, the guy he's, next to him is he grabbing a person? Oh, is he praying? No, he's, he's praying. In bondage. F- oh, so maybe they are both black because I feel like they have similar facial features. These two, they do, and I kind of wonder if she's making a statement about because they do look sad too. Both so of them look pretty let me sad. See, I uh, don't know because it's so. Oh, here's a good picture of our poor man in the boat. Um, it's, so she is making a statement about the transatlantic slave trade, and I mm-hmm. kind of wonder if in that photo or that, those 
two figures if she mm-hmm. is exploring the idea of the black men who would sell other Africans mm-hmm. into slavery mm-hmm. to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and or to so, make money. <laughs> or to make money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shit. But I want to say, too, this isn't real. This isn't marble, right? Like, it's like a plaster clay. You know what I mean? I it's not. I believe it's plaster. Or okay. I actually, I don't know if it could be plaster just because it was a functional fountain. You can seal um, plaster or nice. like a concrete. But maybe. also, and it's and materials. I feel like it's the. Cork. I'm glad you showed this it's close what? up. Cork. cork. Interesting. Cork and metal. Um, but also, I feel like the men on the tier where the wa- where they're in the water and like actively trying to escape, they're so different. Okay, I misspoke about our woman at the top. She is not uh, spinning water out of her mouth. Her throat has been slit, and no. that is where the water's coming from. I could what? not find a photo that showed her well enough for me to see. Holy um, moly. Hold on. Let me see if... Damn. Because I have bad eyes, so I had already kind of done one, but I still... That's so funny, because I had already looked one up because I couldn't see in yours well enough with my bad eyes, but now I have to see that. Yeah, no, what? I wanted to send... like The picture that I sent, I wanted to send because it does show the sheer Everything. scale of the piece. No, absolutely. Um, what? That's gnarly. Is, yeah, it's so intense um and she just yeah uh it was at the tate modern from Mm -hmm. late uh late 2019 to early 2020 and was destroyed at the end of its time there Mm. wow yeah i mean i kind of love that though because as an artist you're like enjoy it while it's here baby I yeah. paying to store this shit. Like, mm-hmm. as an artist who has a sculpture degree and now mostly makes paintings because I cannot afford to store sculptures, mm. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one was 13 meters tall, which is, what, 39 feet? I'm a, I'm a have, I found a close-up. That shit is out of control. I'm going to have to defer to Google on that one because uh, I don't want to upset any of our European listeners. Or I guess I, I was, should say fragile. anywhere but America. <laughs> Literally everywhere but here is like, what are they doing? What are uh, yeah, they doing over there? They're just like, yeah, fascism. Fuck meters. Like, what are you guys doing? Fuck meters. <laughs> Um, wow, that's amazing, but I do... How many meters, Jordan? 13. 13 meters is 42.6509 foot. Okay, I was wrong, but I was close. You're very close. <laughs> I was wrong, but... Was very close. tall is the point I'm making here. Wow. <laughs> um, and I love, I absolutely adore large-scale pieces just because of the looming um the ways in which they just change a space take over a space dictate a space like 
art that changes the place in which it is put is mm-hmm. so incredibly fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that Kara Walker explores so many difficult ideas and painful ideas and Mm -hmm. she explores the real history of this country um i talk about it all the time uh american the american propaganda machine the idea of the american dream is the best piece of propaganda that has ever been implemented anywhere and i will argue with you through the soviet union through china i do not care the american dream is the longest lasting best piece of propaganda ours is is the best because i feel like it worked for the shortest amount and we've believed it for the longest if you try to compare it to the other things you listed that's what I ever. I that's what. So I, I think it worked a little bit for some people, maybe. Of I think it worked people. for a little bit for some people, like for, for like, I, like the it, slave owners. It worked for people that got free land in the West that they stole. Mm-hmm. It worked for a couple of people in the fifties. It worked for like little chunks of people, but I feel like we've definitely duped the most people for the longest. So yes. fun fact: the man who wrote the like penny novels that that like propagated the mythos of the american dream actually died penniless and was buried in a pauper's grave because even though his work was wildly popular and he achieved fame and success and everyone knew about his stories he literally did not achieve the american dream that he preached about the man who sold the american dream could not afford to bury himself which itself is the actual american dream the man who sold the american dream could not afford to buy the american dream like what (laughs) oh fuck yeah so that is kara walker those are the pieces that i wanted to talk to you guys about um thank you so much cover an artist that's still alive and still making work you know what i mean that's kind of nice actually yeah because then it doesn't end with and then they died yeah it's just like what does she often i wonder what she you know if there's anything post pandemic that she's working on to like last for a year or something like i wonder (laughs) i wonder you know like because is she still doing other media and things like that like when was because that was 2020 so yeah yeah that one that was uh 2019 2020 yeah um i'll be 100% honest with you guys i uh haven't looked up what she's done in the last three years yeah Um, i'm bad at modern artists look i'm literally (laughs) googling what's kara walker up to What's she doing? About five six. Eight. So funny. Eight. I'm Five, done. Eight. I have she to leave now. She got married in like 1997, um, and I think she might still be Ooh, Look, look, look! A new oh. exhibition at the Athenaeum of recent works on paper by the internationally acclaimed American artist Carol Walker, examining themes such as complicity, racism, misremembered histories, and the violence that under undergirds the legacy of the south is on display through march 25th 2023 so there is something of hers up right now i think in georgia possibly okay i don't know where the athenium is but there but it sounds like it could be in georgia 
just because they have in Athens. I decided. <laughs> that, like, that's all the imp- I just decided that it could I totally really, be. You said it so confidently, though, that yeah. I was like, oh, Katrina. That I makes didn't know sense. That. It is in Georgia, though. <laughs> yeah. Because nice. Athens was like, you would have an art thing and be like, what should we name it? The Athenium? That's all we're going to do? We're just going to add some weird suffixes? Well, okay. Athens, Georgia is a city, right? Yeah. That's what okay. I was like. That's probably why, but also, like, the work harder. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she has a multimedia art exhibition that I it might have started in February, and you can go see it through this month. So, yay. Perfect. We love you. Thank you so much for telling us. Uh, so much about Carol Walker, Jordan. I yeah, absolutely. it's a really interesting because she does take a lot of visual language from. I mean, especially with the silhouettes, like that genteel South, and kind of it's almost like Rococo. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, she takes and that, that fountain is very neoclassical. Yes, it's with a twist though. Like the figures mm-hmm. are more cartoony and you know, well, like less completely they're like more folk arty that's yes, the thing yes, is that's I, exactly even what it when is you were talking about edmonia once i got the close-up i was like oh this face doesn't or didn't look the way i thought i already put all of that onto it from yeah. a distance. yeah yeah absolutely so mm. i i think it's super interesting because i actually before we chatted i only knew about her silhouettes Mm -hmm. i didn't know she did these sculptures and they're so incredible i actually appreciate her a lot more because the sculpt the the paper cutouts are like i think so so brutal and this is brutal in a different way that Mm -hmm. is not as physically jarring you know but still it's really interesting Mm -hmm. yeah and i she kind of reminds me of um lorraine uh, what was that lady I did when she did the installation about the gay club that got shut yeah. down? And then Is that Lorraine O'Grady? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I can never remember her last name. Thank you. Um, but it kind of reminds me, the sugar one kind of reminds me of stuff that I always appreciate where it's so much drawn from what actually was there. Like, the fact that it was in the factory from what they would have left over. Even the idea that something that so many people used to die over and they would have Mm. that much of it and be like, well, we're shutting down this factory and it would just be dispensable to them at this point is kind of a thing. So, yeah, like, those pieces definitely made her, like, a more dynamic artist to me. So I agree. Yeah, Yeah. that's super cool. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you all so much for listening to... Hopefully, both parts of Kara Walker. Um, I don't know why you would just listen to this part. That seems real weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just in the back end of a podcast, you weirdo. But um, if you want to follow us and look at photos that go along with the episodes or send us ideas of artists that you want us to cover, anything like that, feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pavantgarde, P-O-D-V-A-N-T-G-A-R-D-E. Um, and if you like me, my name's Katrina. I screamed less this time. I did good. Um, <laughs> Crush. You it. can follow me. I screamed a lot on the first one. If you did happen to, if you didn't, if you listen to this one first, get ready. When you listen to the first one, I'll be louder. Um, <laughs> Which, like, I guess you would listen to them in any order. It's not really I like kinda, we went. 
I mean, they're not not linear. It would be weird. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me at Katrina Savad. It's just Katrina, like the hurricane, and then S I V A D. Katrina, like the hurricane. Hurricane Katrina. Uh, Kara Walker does, and she talks oh, really? about how it is like this. Uh, kind of history repeating itself news images mm. of black bodies in these like she says she calls it the corporeal coming back up um, with mm. the water and the sewage and the, <gasps> the, the threats and the death and the the oh and it's like honestly the bayou is bodies. full of ghosts absolutely yeah. like, it has to be it 100 yeah. percent is and i didn't want to i thought about this in the last episode but i was listening to a podcast where they were uh, looking for a black man that disappeared and they were dredging a bunch of lakes in mississippi and they found like eight bodies before they found him it was just like that's oh, all that's all I they also yeah listened to that whatever podcast. that is I know yeah what you're talking about i but want yeah, you to tell me like, what it is because now i want to listen to it but that's all what? that was was like i mean there's lots of places to disappear and it's been like the specifically louisiana i think about having so much history that it's like yeah Ooh, that shit is ghosts like a hundred percent low-key i do think that's the extra weird part about when people get married at plantations i'm like you deserve to be haunted by a ghost till you get divorced like i don't why are you you're just inviting all this bad stuff into your life that but, place is haunted bro which i like, mean i wouldn't want to go on. who is obsessed with architecture and builds miniatures mm-hmm. because i don't have the space to build full-size furniture uh I love a wraparound porch. I cannot imagine going to a place that has the kind of violent and just disgraceful history and being like, that's, that's what it is. Yes. But the wraparound porch. Like, I am, <laughs> like, I am by no means a fan of uh, a lot of the way that he his wig work in his films or the subject matter in its own but tyler perry's um <laughs> production like company wig and- <laughs> his i mean it's his work sometimes leaves something to be desired but i will say <laughs> that like tyler perry has done some amazing speeches where i do respect him as an artist and his production company is on an old plantation and he has a speech where he's like this land that hundreds of god knows how many how much black blood was spilled on this land and now it's owned by one black man yeah but Uh, i think that energy is different because then i think the ghosts are on your side that's what i mean that's what i mean though the idea of taking all of that back and still being aware of it and the idea of being like like I said, people just are like, I just want, literally, like, I just want that tree. I want that tree in my pictures. It's so pretty. And it's like, you have no, and it's like, even to think how long ago it was, it's like, even the first thing that, the first thing that popped into my head when you said lynching was uh, 2020. There were like four black mm. men lynched during yeah. Black Lives Matter. It's not gone by yeah. any means, but, uh, but yeah, follow me if you want to hear like jokes and shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Katrina is really funny all of the time. <laughs> Thanks. Go, Andrea. Oh, oh my God, it's my turn. Hey yeah. guys, did you know that we had a Patreon? 
Did you know that sometimes I forget to actually put the episode that we recorded and edited onto the Patreon? Crazy. Well, if you knew all that stuff already, you can go to the Patreon and check out the episode I just posted because I just remembered I needed to post it. Uh, also, if you like me as a person, you can find me on Instagram at Andrea Gazetta for art or at Sundress Comic for jokes. We're having a lot of fun in the Sundress Comic account uh, and getting weird DMs asking about my OnlyFans. For the record, I don't have one. Uh, otherwise, buy my art at AndreaCassetta.com, please. Do you want to start an OnlyFans where you're topless, but you're just holding prints in front of your booths? I have thought about it. I'm like, is this what I have to do to get men to buy my artwork? Like, I am this close to convincing Keith to start an OnlyFans with me. Um, for his penis? Uh, well, for our penis. You're That's so funny. Okay. That okay, makes sense. Jordan. I mean, if you want to for the fun, fine. But you could all, I don't know which one you would be more comfortable with, but you could also just like talk about what you all are doing on an OnlyFans, possibly. <laughs> I'm not joking, but whatever. That's true. Jordan, Jordan tell lives people, a very wild and kinky life. Until, until her OF cups up, tell them where to follow you for now. Yeah, y'all can find me uh, on Instagram. It's the only social media I use. I am the Goonie Bird. Uh, art is at Goonie Bird Crafts. Um, you can buy crocheted mushrooms. Uh, last time I just said mushrooms on my Etsy. <laughs> but I will not be selling psychedelics. For more craft-inspired uh, fiscal tips, come to our Patreon but thank you all so much for listening and we love you. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Could you guys tell my edible?